0: The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank. With the ICC Women's T20 World Cup underway, Combank are backing the Aussie cricket team and a bid to break attendance records at the grand final on the 8th of March. So come on, Aussies, come on, head to t20worldcup.com and buy a ticket to a game in your city. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Friday, the 28th of February. In your squiz today, the beginning of the end of the war in Afghanistan, travel ban extended as COVID-19 spreads, Canada says no to Sussex security bill and Friday lights. This is your squiz today. The U.S. and the Taliban are expected to formally sign an agreement tomorrow that could mean the end to the U.S.'s war in Afghanistan. It's not a completely done deal, but if it does all go to plan, it will wrap up 18 years of war and nine years of attempted peace talks. Can you give us a quick refresher here, Claire? This chapter started with the September 11 terror attacks in the U.S.
1: America turned its attention to Afghanistan and the Taliban after those 9-11 attacks in the US because it was revealed that uh, the Taliban were protecting al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden. A month later, a US-led coalition of troops invaded Afghanistan. That included Australian troops. And then two months after that, the Taliban regime collapsed in Afghanistan. It had been ruling Afghanistan for some years by that point, but it didn't die. And over the last last few years, America and an installed government in Afghanistan really have been struggling to try and keep violence uh, and insurgent attacks uh, to a minimum and it's taken all of this time to try and get the Taliban uh, to agree that they will step back and work towards peace.
0: So if the deal does get signed, the US will start getting their troops out of Afghanistan. What else is being negotiated? A
1: couple of big things, and really these are conditions that the Taliban has to meet. The first is that they'll start direct negotiations with the Afghan government. Until now, they've been considering the US-backed Afghan government to be illegitimate, so they really need to... To start talking to them about what a transition to peace and for the future of that country, what that will look like. The second thing is that the Taliban has to guarantee that Afghan territory won't be used by terrorists into the future. There are a couple of big things that require a big shift from the Taliban, which is why these talks have taken such a long time. Fingers crossed it goes ahead tomorrow, but it really is the start of a lot of more talks and dealing with some pretty difficult issues to really guarantee some kind of life. Peace.
0: Yeah, lots more to come. A hundred thousand civilians have been killed in that war in the in the last ten years. We spoke yesterday, Claire, of some of the contingency plans that state and federal governments have in place to respond to a health crisis like the spread of COVID nineteen. Even though the World Health Organization hasn't declared this coronavirus to be a pandemic just yet, Prime Minister Scott Morrison is getting ahead and putting some of those contingency plans in place. What's the latest?
1: What Scott Morrison has done is assume that that pandemic declaration will happen, which really uh, sets in place that emergency plan. Certainly in the early stages, it means that the federal government and the state government health officials will start working very closely together to ensure that uh, if something does happen, they've got medical stocks ready to go. And also, very importantly, that our health staff have protective uh, equipment and protective things like masks and everything that they would need to deal with uh, a big outbreak and keep themselves safe so that they can treat patients successfully.
0: And in the meantime, he's extended the travel ban again to prevent foreign nationals who've been in mainland China from entering Australia. Every year, the leaders of Australia and New Zealand, being the close neighbours that we are, have an annual prime ministerial powwow. There's always lots to discuss, including climate change and the rise of Chinese influence in the Pacific region. What else is on the agenda?
1: Yeah, we're good cuzzy bros, so it's nice that we can have an annual catch-up. We've got Jacinda Ardern in Sydney this time. The big issue on the agenda that's been really a fly in the ointment is around Australia's practice of deport. Kiwis who have been convicted of serious crimes, even if they only have a distant link to their home country. Uh, What's happened in recent years is that uh, some people have been deported, even though they grew up here in Australia after moving here as very small children. So it's something that really has irritated New Zealand and they Mm. want to talk about that further.
0: Yeah, that arrangement currently isn't reciprocal. There'll be plenty to talk about. Speaking of working out arrangements, Canada has just announced that they will soon stop providing protection for Harry and Meghan at Canadian taxpayers' expense, now that they are private citizens. The Royal Canadian Police had been providing security for the Sussexes while they were in Canada, while they have been recognised as what's called internationally protected persons, but that arrangement will stop in the coming weeks. We're in the final days of February, Claire, which means summer is coming to a close. It's been a tough summer, to put it mildly, Mm. I think we'd all say. Yeah. The Bureau of Meteorology has put out their autumn forecast. What's on the way for us? On the way
1: for us is an average kind of autumn, which when you look at what's happened in that unprecedented summer, it really is quite good to head towards average. Uh, Southern Australia uh, is looking in a lot of areas to get above average rainfall, which would be incredibly good, Uh, particularly in South Australia, which has missed out on any of that uh, early 2020 rain. They're really dry there and they're really needing some help. The top end, though, is looking pretty dry in the monsoon season, which isn't particularly good. But for everywhere else, temperatures and rainfall are looking okay, so fingers crossed.
0: We do get one extra day of summer, though, this year because, of course, it's a leap year. Leap years were started by Julius Caesar And then refined by Pope Gregory the Thirteenth in the 1500s So they've been around for a long time It's a day pretty chock full of some strange traditions One of those is that it's
1: the day for ladies to get down on one knee And ask yep. their partners to marry them it's Been pretty dudded on the wedding front None of my friends are getting married I don't think they're going to break with um, their viewpoint on that on Saturday 're going to take their four year chance <laughs> We'll wait and see Um, Analysts are also suggesting that given there's some pressure on our economy at the moment, that an extra day uh, at work uh, will really help us going forward. So there's that. But when it comes to the main event of what's happening tomorrow, it's all about free hot chips at Red Rooster.
0: Yeah, they're giving away free regular hot chips to celebrate the extra day. And I think that's our public service announcement for the day. (laughs) (laughs) Each Friday, we include a few things we enjoyed from the week. And Honestly, it doesn't get better than Riker, the dog that flunked out of service school.
1: I just have laughed myself silly over the last day. Yep. Yes. Poor Riker. I just. We've watched it several times. It's so, <laughs> so, so, so good. He's a lovely doggy. He's flunked out of um, dog school. He was trying to become a service dog, but he really um, gave it his all <laughs> oh, and uh, wasn't going to be successful. It's, it's well worth a look.
0: Look, it just goes to show show sometimes you're made for a job and sometimes you're not so hopefully he makes some young family very happy he has a lot of energy (laughs) if you want to start your friday with a smile find the link to that one in the squiz today email there's also a fantastic recipe for a chocolate and raspberry cake which is a good thing to bake this weekend i think Every day, of course, you give us a song that relates to something in the news. What have you got for us today?
1: In Squiz Sayings this morning, we've got um, director Ryan Johnson, who's directed a couple of big films, uh, confess that Apple have a policy of making sure that bad guys don't have iPhones on camera. And it's long been thought that that was the case, that Apple really protects its brand very closely.
0: So that's the spoiler. If you see someone without an iPhone, they're the bad guy.
1: I know. So I've gone for Billie Eilish. I'm the bad guy. Duh. Ah, nice. Yeah. Duh. Duh. (laughs) It's very obvious. (laughs) So there you go. Uh,
0: That's all from us this week. Have a great Friday and a really wonderful weekend. And we will chat to you on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.
1: This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super.